Welcome everyone to the Sonoma Spiel. My name is Tim with the Sonoma Valley Visitors Bureau, and it's another weekly edition of your favorite podcast, everybody, your favorite podcast, the Sonoma Spiel. Uh, today, I went, as always, to the farmer's market. I brought some carrots from the farmer's market here. It's not something that lends itself to a podcast because it's, yeah, so my guess is it's got some carrots. There's some great carrots in there. I got them from, uh, yeah, Oak Hill Farm. Look at them. They're like obscenely shaped carrots, <laughs> which are uh, a good deal for those. It's almost like being in the ocean. It is. You it's know, like a weird little, ocean, little like coral. deep sea fish thing in there, probably, but probably not probably too a soon. good topic right yeah, now. Yeah. 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 Um, Just well, real, real quick, am yeah. I supposed to see you? No, in, the video? in, in okay. that video there. Okay. So I would like to introduce my guest, who is an audiovisual specialist in addition. <laughs> At least right now. <laughs> in addition to being uh, a winemaker, uh, occasional grape grower, occasional video producer, bad golfer, uh, dad, many things like that. I know I say every week I have a very special guest, but this week I actually mean it. I actually mean a very special guest. Paul Justo of Highway 12 Wines. Hi. Hey. How, hi, Tim. How are you doing? Great. Good. Great. Thanks for that magnificent intro. You bet. I probably mangled. It's Highway 12 Vineyards and Winery. It, it, yes. So I thank you for wearing a logoed shirt that I could look at. Boom. Right? There you go. There you go. And also Highwayman Wines. Highwayman Wines and a few other and a couple others projects up our sleeve. Yeah, you have lots of projects going on. Yeah. You know, such is the business these days. <laughs> gotta, gotta be nimble. Yeah. Gotta be nimble. Um, well, Paul, tell me, you are uh, with Highway 12 Wines. That is a winery here in Sonoma, or where is it? Fortunately, it's in Sonoma. Okay, good. And I've got a three-mile commute every day oh, that's, that's to, not bad. To, to the winery. Not yeah. bad. Uh, we, we say our founding year was 2004, okay. uh, and that was the first year that we uh, we took you know, vintage or the, our first vintage wine that we We're made from those, that was, was from that vintage. Yeah, yeah that was the, the Highway 12 uh, Single Vineyard Bordeaux Blend, which we still make today. And then let me ask, once you get grapes... And you and you make them into wine. It only takes like three days, right? It's basically yeah, you're it, done. It, exactly. And then you go home for the year. We do it. Well, no, I mean, we do it every month, right? <laughs> <laughs> so when did the 2004 grapes appear? In like when so, uh, we released it in 2006. So there's a long payoff. You have to wait. You have to wait. So, and you yeah. put them in, in barrels and then bottles. But, and, but waiting was no problem because we had okay. no idea what we were going to do with it for okay. 18 months anyway. <laughs> hey, guys, let's sell some wine. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the wine business. And who knows? So, so you, in 2004, you got a bunch of grapes. You bought them, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, it was like, so, let's see, we did like 600 cases. So it was maybe oh, wow. uh, 10 tons or something like for that. For real? Okay. Yeah. And, and you were able to sell them two years later to a bunch of people. You're like, let's let's finally find a place to sell these. We gave away more than we sold. <laughs> <laughs> was that like you see on the street corner? Hey, who wants to try some wine? Yeah. Come yeah, here. Yeah, friends and family. And you're on, you're, were you, is it on the corner of Highway 12? And that's how you came up with the name? Or how did you come up with that name? Well, I mean, really, the, the, Take a take a step back. Mm -hmm. we, you know, we 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 were in the business, been in the business. So you've for, been in the wine business <clears throat> before. Yeah, plenty. You knew pl what you were getting into, kind of, kind of okay. ish, mostly. Okay. Yes, we were <laughs> we were winemaking and uh, operational okay. wizards. Um, the hardest part of the business, though, is uh, selling it and moving. Right, right. So right. Um, that that aspect of things, we uh, we learned the hard way. Um, but. Um, so we took a step back and we started seeing all, you know, vineyards that we're sourcing from, right. which was like a lot of vineyards, like two. And, <laughs> and, and, and we didn't want the story to be about us in right. terms of like a ego brand right. or right. Proprietor, you know, right. proprietors and, um, you know, face and name all over the right. place. And um, this concept of 
the highway and okay. the vineyards being along the highway. Got it. Boom. Here we go. Uh, tells Amazing. that tells that story of Sonoma Wine Country as well as it reaches out to West County. Right. Russian River ends in Sebastopol or arguably starts in Sebastopol. Oh, really? Depending on what direction you go. And it ends or starts in San Andreas, which is okay. in Calaveras County. That's the Highway 12. That's Highway 12. California Highway 12. Yeah. So, I mean, it's technically it goes through like... Goes through Napa. It goes mm. through um, now Sassoon, mm. uh, Cordelia, which okay. is becoming a wine, uh, a very prominent wine growing region. Lodi, okay, and then right. the, the foothills of the Sierras. But we okay. we've focused primarily on Sonoma. That be so. Were you actually have you ever bought grapes from other parts of Highway Twelve that mm-hmm. aren't in Sonoma? You have, yeah. And uh, one of our a few of our wines feature grapes from like um, Clarksburg, which okay. is close to Isleton, Lodi, right, right along you know Rio Vista, and just keep going right on Highway Twelve. That's right on Highway Twelve. Yeah. So and so people who don't know Highway Twelve is also the freeway. It's not a freeway. It's a road. I mean, it is free to drive. <laughs> I mean, you do pay for it. <laughs> no, you pay for in it. some capacity, but <laughs> right. You know, no it's, toll roads. But it's no toll. So it is a road that runs through Sonoma, city of. Sonoma. Sonoma mm-hmm. and the Sonoma Valley, mm-hmm. uh, and your tasting room mm-hmm. is called the Barn. The Barn is right off Highway 12, mm-hmm. although it's called Broadway in Sonoma. Correct. Matter of fact, it changes names like three or four times in the city limits. It does, um, just to make things interesting for newcomers. I mean, <laughs> just just from uh, Fremont Drive to uh, you know right, Carneros, right. it, it turns into Carneros Highway, uh, Broadway, Spain, which, is, no, which is another one of our brands. Right. Like, oh, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, not that Caltrans should be supporting you, but they should um, be supporting you. Well, I'm, I'm, no one's knocked on the door yet, but no. we are a prime candidate for an Adopt-A-Highway program. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a smart idea. I know, actually, I know, I know, I know. Well, did you, have you, speaking of which, just We're doing Adopt-A-Radio Station program. You should, we're, on KSVY, we 91.3 FM. You guys are big sponsors here, actually, of this community station where we I don't record know, this. I don't know how big we are, but we're, you know, I mean, we okay. support. You're regular sponsors. We're regular. Yeah, that's, that's like, great. Good. You're like the prunes of that's right. your regular. Speaking of <laughs> farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was it going? Um, blah, blah, blah. Highway 12. The barn, Broadway. The barn. You um, have a great tasting room there. It, it's and fun. It's a double decker, right? There's an upstairs. Yeah, yeah we have lounge um, upstairs. It's down a little tiny alley. Mm-hmm. You've got new uh, neighbors in the front, a new store called Hello Sonoma. I know. And it's like kind of neat stuff. Super and, cool. And from Pengrove, right? Yeah, they came out there. From Hello Pengrove. I saw, I was there Wednesday walking by. You have a beehive forming in the side of the building in front of you. Yes. I don't know if you saw that. that, that I, got, I, got a, I got a few pictures from Christina <laughs> who works for us. Was she like freaking out? Uh, it was, everyone was It was like, a swarm. It was a swarm. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I think that's been dealt with. I think so. Yeah. I saw some remnant bees like going around. I'm like, where'd, where'd everybody go? Yeah. Um, Someone moved my house. It's but like, like who knew the there, was, there was honey? Like a lot of these old buildings on Highway 12, since it was the main road in the town. So there was a, a beehive being built in the side of this, not being built, in the side of this old building mm-hmm. that they renovated for the store right in front of you. And I was thinking, Broadway honey, Highway 12 honey, there's something there. There is something I there. mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's. I'm just, I'm always thinking of uh, good ideas for other people. Highway honey. Highway honey. See, boom. <laughs> there we whole go. Thing. <laughs> well, so tell me, you were, before this, Paul, you, did you grow up in Sonoma or where are you from? No, I do not. Um, I do not get to take credit for growing up in Sonoma. <laughs> and I do know a lot of people that okay. um, uh, don't like to take credit for growing up. No, I'm, oh, I'm really? kidding. kidding. <laughs> um, no, I have been here uh, since, let's see, my folks moved here in the late 80s. And then okay. I, I followed shortly after in, okay. in 1990. You moved up here. 33 yeah. years. You can do the math. Now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're you're about 28 years old. Exactly. And, um, yeah. Been here you, long enough. You, yeah, you've been here a long time. Yeah. That's a long time. But I will never claim... 
you know, not until you're three oh, generations deep. OG then you status, can become a local. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, wow, you gotta know plenty of them, but uh, I can't. I can't, still I, can't. I'll give it to you. Can't put. I'll give it to you. Put myself. Nobody's in that, listening. That I'll give it to you. <laughs> no <laughs> one's listening. Sonoma's the number one podcast. <laughs> number one podcast. That's right. Um, so you you moved up here. You went to Sonoma State. I did. Go see Wolves. I had a f- uh, five year stretch. <laughs> And after freshman year, that uh, no, so five yeah, years stretch. I don't think my freshman year counted at all. <laughs> There's like I had three units that applied to really? my graduation. Well, you, when you walked in here, you looked into these uh, well-appointed palatial studio, and you said this reminded you of something that was called Party Paul. <laughs> what, what was that? Party Paul was the uh, was the show twice. It was a Tuesday and a Thursday. And uh, I think eight to ten in the morning. I'd, I'd uh, go to the um, the uh, the school um, radio station. <laughs> they had a radio station. Yeah. At yeah. Sonoma State. Yeah. KSUN. K- KSUN. KSUN. Was it the voice of Sonoma State? Sonoma State, yeah. Okay. It was a digital, you know, went through all the classrooms right. or dorms and student areas and all that kind of stuff. And again, just like this. <laughs> Party Paul. Not a lot of people listening <laughs> to you. <laughs> are, are those those tapes exist somewhere, you think? Oh, man. If I, if I could. We used to run the... the, the um, the eight tracks. Okay. We do our uh, public service announcements, oh, right. you right. know, and you get to do some fun stuff. And there's a bunch of sounds and this and that. But it, it was pretty much just playing whatever was in there. Right. Was vetted to be played over these airwaves, which is oh. very alternative music. Right. So I wasn't really in, you know, I punk, great, you know, okay. some some metal, that kind of stuff. But it right. was really, really kind of out there. So I always looked for the the more mainstream alt to, to that, bring I could back fi- that I could find right. to, to make it. Because uh, college radio is notorious for just being, yeah. let's just be crazy. Let's just have cats howling yeah. and smashing garbage cans. Like, I love that stuff. It was right. great. It was so much fun. I mean, I, mean, I was yeah. a communications major. So it, okay. it, 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 I mean, I didn't get any credit for it. But but it was part of where you were. I thought one day broadcast journalism Do was going to be now? my thing. Maybe. maybe? I'm using it right now. There's still time. You're doing it right now. Right now. You're broadcasting. Absolutely. I mean, so do you ever use your communications at work? All the time. Really? Yeah. Well, you aren't you like a good drawer? A drawer? You're an illustrator? A drawer. You, you, I, mean, I think, it, didn't you draw some of your labels? Did I? Um, No. Uh, no, I haven't. I thought, if, <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> I'm a good drawer at certain things. <laughs> <laughs> the blackjack table, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, gosh, if some of my buddies were listening. Um, yeah. No, I, I love to doodle. There's no question. Okay, because I thought for some reason you were like doing artistic stuff for the labels or something. Like that. You always have cool labels. Thank and you. And you have cool art there. Yeah, like, we, I like the general. I guess it takes an eye for that. And yeah. we work with some, you know, we have a great design a okay. friend of mine who's a designer and kind of gets what we're doing. And But we're doing some different stuff now. You are? Yeah, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to branch off into some kind of like really. You have uh, a new project? One particular project that is going to be released next year. We're you can't talk about it? Not really. Okay. I mean, I can't. It's still in the it's, wine world? It's it's in the wine world. Okay. And it's just going to be, you know, we are very conventional okay. in terms of an operation. Right. We make the vanilla chocolates and strawberries of right. the world and right. we price it right. We make it good. and right. People it, like that stuff. And it sells. Right. Okay. Um, but, you know, there's there's the, the need to kind of progress and evolve okay. in this okay. in this industry as it, as it changes and the consumers change. And uh, what, So are you trying to de- dethrone White Claw? Come on. <laughs> is that the plan? Um, Zima part two? No, <laughs> no, no. It will be a wine and, and it, will it. Be, it will be a great wine. It'll be a, it'll be a fun blend and some okay. different varietal composition and with a really fun look that's just going to make people go, huh? 
Okay, interesting. And create some intrigue. Will that be under Highway 12 or something else? It'll be under something else. Okay. Like yeah, I mean, it'll be under our umbrella. Right. But we're not going to market it as Highway 12, Highwaymen, Carneros Highway, Sonoma Highway, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, we're going we're gonna to take that different direction and okay. kind of go out, go to market with it a little differently. I'll have you back when you bring that new project, yeah. Project X. And I can have the ultimate prop. You can't tell me it? What is no. it? No. Oh, I love. Well, that's great. This is great communication. So there yeah. I am. I'm, the, I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, what the heck? And you like, I'm not going to tell you. There you go. Um, well, you'll get a kick out of it. Okay. Tell me about your boring wines, then, Paul. Um, what, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what? What do you guys make? Um, you name it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We're pretty much making it. Okay. So Merlot. We do make Merlot. Cabernet. Cab. Do you have a Pinot Noir? We have several Pinots. We've do you got, have a Chardonnay? We have Chardonnay. Okay. Multiple different ways. Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc and a Fumé Blanc. Okay. Yeah. So What's the difference between those? I mean, uh, the... So we take the Sauvignon Blanc, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll we'll peel off, I don't know, maybe four barrels. Okay. And put it in new oak. Oh, I see. And give okay. it like four to five, maybe six months in uh, new French oak. Okay. It changes the flavor profile. Where does Sauvignon Blanc normally go? Like in stainless steel? Or yeah. Do, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can do barrel ferment and right. kind of have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we typically do stainless steel. Okay. It all comes from uh, McLeod Family Vineyard, which the McLeods don't own it anymore, but up mm-hmm. in Kenwood there at okay. the trailhead of Annadale on, right. off of Lawndale. When you're driving north on the left-hand side? Exactly. Okay. Mundo. Um, so great, great source for that. So we... You know, slice okay. it up a couple different ways. Okay. We also get Zin from there as well. Oh, you do? Yeah. What? So Zinfandel is still a big seller. People like Zinfandel. It's it's hit or miss, I really? think. I mean, okay. I, I think you got your xenophiles, if you mm-hmm. will, or mm-hmm. xenophiles. Yeah. Um, you know, remember Zap Z- back Z- in the yeah, day? Zap, Zap, Zinfandel area producers? Or? Yeah. Um, something like that. Zinfandel advocates. They're advocates. Advocate. They're like lawyers. Your Honor, I'm here to represent Zinfandel. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Lord knows they need a few more of those <laughs> folks. Uh, no, I'm not here to bag on uh, our um, amazing industry. Um, uh, but Zin is... It, it's it's still there. It's, okay. still, it's still a category. Gotcha. But we like to, we don't make a varietal Zin. Got we, it. We okay, use Zin as, um, for two particular wines as the main varietal in the, mm. bl- in the blend. So a lot of people don't understand this. So one, a varietal. Can you explain what that is? What does that mean? What is a varietal? Grape variety. Right. So like Cabernet if I plant, Sauvignon. I plant a vine in the ground. Mm-hmm. It only grows one type of grape usually, unless you're some super grafting guy. But let's just assume yep. you, you plant, and don't tell me about clonal varieties. Yeah, yeah, let's just yeah, assume yeah. I, put, I put a grape vine well, you, in the ground. You can put the rootstock in. Oh my gosh, I can't put the rootstock in. Get the rootstock, get the rootstock going, and then you'll graft on the You variety. can do a bench graft or a field graft. And then you You see, know more than so, I do. <laughs> so you have this root. Then on top of it, you put the variety. Mm-hmm. And that produces a grape called a varietal sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And usually it's like a Cabernet Sauvignon is a, is a varietal. Probably that or Chardonnay, King and Chardonnay. Queen. Chardonnay. And what sometimes confuses people is that there's also wines named Cabernet, right? Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm-hmm. But my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I probably am, you could have other grapes in there, mm-hmm. but the majority of it has to be Cabernet Sauvignon, right? Or yes. Chardonnay. Or and Pinot there's different wine. levels of requirements depending on how specific of an appellation you're going to be in. Right. So if it's just a California Appalachian wine, mm-hmm. it has to be a minimum of 75%. From California? From, uh, of that varietal. Of oh, that varietal. Oh, from, I see. Oh, from I California. Oh, sure, sure, okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay. And then, um, you know, take Sonoma Valley, for example. Right. It's, a, it's an AVA. Okay. A sub-appellation mm-hmm. of Sonoma County, which isn't technically even an appellation. I think it's I more think of it's a, a political a, designation. I think it's a... Uh, yeah. What do they call it? It's, it is an AVA, but it's a, uh, 
regional aviation. I don't know. Yeah. So American viticultural area. Right. Which so, is like a defined space. Sonoma where, Valley, Carnero, Sonoma okay. Mountain, um, Moon Mountain is a mm-hmm. sub AVA or mm-hmm. you know is, is a sub AVA okay. of Sonoma Valley. Um, you're looking at 85. percent Got it. So if I look at a label, and it's got to yeah. be 95 percent of the vintage year. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so you you can't backblend any previous vintage up up to five percent. So because a lot of people don't know that wine, there's a bottle, there's a name, they don't quite understand how to read the label, right? So Cabernet Sauvignon says that's the that's the predominant grape variety in there at least. But what X you're amount. saying is that there could also be what you call backblend or other grape varieties in there to kind of change the taste. Yeah, absolutely. Like maybe Merlot, and we there, blend like crazy. Like <laughs> we do. We blend, we blend like. like Crazy. We're just we're just mad crazy blenders. <laughs> like, well, it, I mean, if you know, you could. <clears throat> there's um, if you want. I mean, we make some wines that are 100 percent of the varietal, right? From that vintage okay. and from a particular vineyard. That's really like 100 percent. And that's when you're throwing your lot, and that you really hope those grapes hold up. Like that. Yeah. That vineyard didn't have a problem. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. Right. And you're right. only you're only doing that when um, you know it's. On right, it's gonna, like you, it's gonna you've, work. Because you've you gotta like keep that juice separate all the way through, mm-hmm. and yeah. so that's like that's a lot of time and money and barrels not being used for other things. Multiple right? lots, yeah, yeah okay. break, breaking it down. Um, so you know, more you, know, you look around here, mm-hmm. you know who the players are. Mm-hmm. Um, more of the reserve wines are going to be in that room, right? Traditionally, okay, but the gloves are off. They really are. Game if, on. if the Let's wine go. tastes great and, and right. it's made this way and it's got right. this blend and it looks this cool, right? And people are going to buy it. So you can change the blend. Like if you have a blend, mm-hmm. which is not just say, it's not, let's say Cabernet Sauvignon, it's not 85%. It could be some Cab, some Merlot. Oh, yeah. Some, and, and you could have like your own proprietary blend. Yeah. You could be like, this is Paul's blend. You can. And we do. We have a, a couple of different proprietary blends oh, really? that we okay. do. Yeah. I mean, the, um, they're classified as red wine. Right. That's okay. that's the legal. Seriously. I mean it's like it's like your, Rossi. Your, your you tax know? dollars at work. Yeah. yeah. A lawyer is but, like, this is red wine. But we are, and you know, we if you don't put all the varietals on the back label or mm-hmm. the front label, you just have to call it red wine. Red wine. Yeah. Do you blend red wines more than white wines? Or is oh, it, by far. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. white wines tend to be a little more specific to the varietal. Yeah, I mean Chardonnay, usually. people are gonna blend in maybe Lighter, higher fruit note wines. To, if they're right. looking for uh, those high notes, got and it. Whether that's um, you know, sometimes it might be Muscat, or sometimes it might be Sauvignon Blanc, and a little okay. bit of Chardonnay to pick okay. up pick up some notes. Um, uh, what, well, I mean, what else? I mean, you've got uh, we know someone who blends Vermentino into their Chardonnay. You know, okay, we've got a Vermentino source here in Sonoma that really helps with some roundness or some lushness. Okay. Yeah, just... So it's a lot like if you're, just for people who aren't wine people, maybe it's like when you're making a stew, you add little things mm-hmm. to change it, mm-hmm. right? And that helps you affect it and over time... I mean, cooking happen. Cooking and chefing is the the perfect example of winemaking. But not doing the dishes, Paul? I'm not a dish guy. <laughs> <laughs> I will cook you something delicious. <laughs> I would say... And not clean up. <laughs> and then your family's like, looks like dad's been in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Actually, you mentioned recipes. I, I went on your website... Oh, yeah. Which is quite nice. It's awesome. on the internet. Yeah, It is. I've heard of that. Um, and uh, you guys have a lot of recipes on there. Yeah, that's Christina at work. Oh, really? She does yeah. I mean, she's, she's our resident foodie. I, I, it's so hard, uh, speaking as somebody who talks to a lot of wineries, to, to 
it's like pulling teeth to say, give me a recipe mm-hmm. from a winery. And yep. they're like, oh, I don't know. And then like six months go by and they're like, oh, I was, was I supposed to send you a, a, a recipe? Right. I'm like, yeah, it was a Christmas recipe. It's June. I said, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, or for next year, yeah. I guess. Just, just take the allspice out. T- <laughs> <laughs> what you have here, like you have a, you have a Chipino recipe that you recommended to go with your Pinot Noir Rosé. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chipino is a, a classic San Francisco style seafood dish that adapted from the Italian fishermen. Absolutely. Um, and that's, that's a good one. You've got a French dip sandwich on mm-hmm. it. Because one of your red wines, mm-hmm. um, like your cab, it's, uh, grilled sharp cheddar and chive butter sandwich. You get a lot of cool stuff in here. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. But we're, I mean, what's what's kind of like your favorite thing to make to go with some of your wines? Oh boy, that's a good question. Put you on, put you on the spot. There. I know, I know. I I I I, I grill a lot. So um, let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean. It's grilling season now. We're recording now, this in, in the summer. Everyone's, I mean, I'm just a Weber guy too. So Yeah, you're a simple man. Yeah. You're a simple man I'm, with simple taste. I keep walking by so, those so Traegers. No, uh, you're a charcoal Weber? I'm a charcoal Weber. I am, well done. I am a, a 20, can, 22 inch kettle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, my yeah. first one I got after college, yep. um, I was driving by in a, a well to do neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I was working for a guy doing tile installation because mm-hmm. I majored in English. Um, Absolutely. And so <laughs> Golden Eagles. Golden, <laughs> Eagles. Golden Eagles. Go Marquette. And so uh, I saw. I told you both my nephews went there. It's, so. it's great school. It's yeah. great school. So there was this fancy, in the fancy neighborhood, mm-hmm. someone was throwing away like a 22 inch Weber. It's basically new. It's just mm-hmm. like one little part mm-hmm. needed a weld. And I'm like looking around. I felt like I just like discovered like this is this is like a hundred dollar bill. I would feel like that right now. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I loved it. It was like a hundred times better than the rusty old Weber I had in college. It was great. I, they're amazing. I can't you can I, smoke I, in them, griddle them, exactly. everything with them. Exactly. Exactly. Well, what's so? What kind of what, what's a good backyard wine to go with uh, grilling on the? Oh, um, you know our our number one selling wine at the tasting room right now at the barn, uh, and it continues to be year after year over year mm-hmm. is um, our Trailblazer. Okay. And that's a Zin Petite Syrah blend. Okay. Which okay. is spectacular. Okay. Um, it's got it's it's it you know it's a Sonoma Zin, so it's it ripens. It's mm-hmm. not the spicy herbal kind. It's right. a real fruit forward Zin. Okay. Back it up with some petite Syrah, give it okay. some some grip, some tannin. Right. Um, I would have to say that that is going to cover a, a wide swath of what you can of do, what you're doing items. outside. Because grilling, grilling also, you I mean, with the exception of like really light fish, grilling does impart the smoky flavors. So you got to have something that can stand up to that, whether you're doing, you know, like red meat on there, Absolutely. burgers or yep. something like that. Yeah. Well, what, did, what did I do recently? Uh, I guess, you know, I, I kind of getting into this reverse sear thing. Oh, yeah. And um, I like it. Oh, yeah. So I'll throw. Ex- explain that for people who. Um, you know, depending on what you're cooking, I mean, you're only going to do it with beef or maybe you do it mm-hmm. with lamb or I don't, have, I don't even know if anybody's doing it with pork, but um, just throw it in the oven, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whatever your seasoning is going to be. Right. Whether it's a, some ribeyes or, uh, oh, wow. you know, a, a prime rib roast right. or uh, down the street here about three blocks, they sell some really nice tomahawks. Okay. So I'll grab one of those, maybe three, four inches thick. Yeah. Throw it in the oven at like 250 for a half hour. Okay. And then let it sit right. in, in a baking sheet uh-huh. and then throw it on the grill. Right. And cook it, and it comes out perfectly. And get the char on the outside. Yeah, you get the char so you don't overcook it. Right, so it cooks slowly on the inside. Keeps the, the juices the meat, inside. It gets up to the right temperature, yeah. and then you do it there. It's, 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 it's my, my little secret, but like it's that. not really much of a secret. I don't know. We could Maybe we can bring a Weber into the studio. I'd have to figure out the <laughs> chimney. Yeah, let's call, let's call the city and see if we can get a vent in here. 
<laughs> we can make this into a cooking contest. But there's a lot of guys I know that right. are, you know, they'll be over my house or we'll be at a at an right. event and they'll be like checking their phones. I feel and, like it's cheating. And, and they're... 100% cheating. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Traeger's going on. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, I'm at... Uh, Oh, just dumped another thing. So look, are you even, let's be honest, are you even grilling if you're not at the grill? I mean, if you're doing something for 13 hours, I mean. Yeah, if you're smoking something like some pulled pork or shoulder like that, yes. But what you're supposed to do, and I will tell you, and and I think you. It's the ritual. You're supposed to put on the white sneakers, the dad sneakers, the jorts or cargo shorts, if you've got them. Court classics from Costco. (laughs) See, <laughs> and then and while you're cooking, you kind of like, oh, I got you know, that little part. Of it. You, start a, you start a project in the backyard that you're not going to finish and will drive your spouse nuts mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. That's what you do. It's the best. You see your neighbor and you kind of yell at your neighbor yeah. for a little bit. And you look around. Oh, that's right. Look mm-hmm. around. And you're like, what? Hit, tap the tongs. <laughs> well, you got to tap. If you, you don't tap, tap the tongs, tongs the food you know? doesn't cook right. Or people don't think you're doing anything. No, that's, if you don't tap the tongs. It's a sanctuary. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You might look at the dog and like, oh, the dog, you know, and then you love the dog, but you hate the dog, you know, because he craps everywhere. (laughs) Oh, wait. Have I mentioned the three cats that you hate? Oh, wait. Maybe I'm talking about you here. I'm not a cat guy, but the cats have found my horseshoe pit. uh, Our cats have found, um, not that there's any kind of varmints in California, but the the rats that are now coming out because fruit's starting to ripen. Yeah. So they're going around and they keep bringing me presents. Mm. They brought me two the other day. Nice. And one they missed, and that one walked right into my house because I had the, I was just typing away the laptop. This rat walks into my house. Just cruising in. And I'm like, cats, where are you? Uh-huh. He hides behind the fridge. And now he's stuck in the house. Well, and that was the point. So but I told the kids, cause this time it was like 11 o'clock at night, I was trying to get them. I couldn't get them. So I'm like, okay, everyone shut your bedroom doors. Throw the cats in the kitchen. I'm like, here's the plan. We're either going to wake up to a, a rat massacre. We're gonna- <laughs> yeah, like someone just opened up a, a speaking of Costco, got a Costco grade uh, Heinz ketchup yes, bottle. I'm like, that's, we're gonna, it's just gonna be, on there's it. gonna be, it's just gonna be a rat massacre, or one of the cats is gonna go down because rats are pretty big. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, what actually happened was to taunt the rat was still behind the fridge, and I had to have my wife help me to get the thing, and I, I let it go. I didn't, I didn't have the heart to kill it. I, I let it go in a field like five blocks away from my house. I'm like, fine, this is your lucky day. Avoid the things and. Anyway, I, don't I caught a rat one time. Did you? Yeah. You didn't grill it, did you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the, I, I got called over to a friend's house. Yeah. Uh, her husband was out of town, and there was a rat stuck behind the washer or dryer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it's just bad. Yeah. And I got it. With your hand? I don't know. Uh, with some, okay. you know, receptacles yeah, yeah, and yeah. different kinds of things. I had gloves, and I had a box, yeah. and, then, and then my wife had a, a yardstick. I felt really manly. You did? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you, you, you could have just walked away and be like, this is going to be great on the grill, and not tell them anything. No, I, I could have. I Actually, I did leave it for them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's th- funny. But, um, yeah, so back to queuing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't grill your rats. Looking but for rats or possums or yeah, anything else you can right. throw on the grill, right? Well, I like it. So, so go with a good red wine that can hold up to it. Do yep. you guys have uh, white wines that like can go with like fish or something a little more subtle if people are doing some oh, yeah. trout or something like yeah, that? Yeah, we okay. do. I mean, we, we just do our whites are Sauvignon Blanc and Chardonnay. Okay. And, you know, either of those are going to go pretty well with that. Yeah. Phenomenally. And shrimp tacos. I love shrimp tacos. SB all day. That's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Throw a little ice in that Sauvignon Blanc and that's it's, the it's way a party. To do it. Look it's at a party. You. It, it, that is the official backyard wine. Sauvignon Blanc is good. You have grassy ones, non grassy ones, et cetera, et cetera. And actually, it's a fairly affordable. You know, some people think, oh, wine's so expensive. 
you're not dropping 30 bucks usually on a Sauvignon Blanc or 40 bucks. You can, some really nice ones. You can. You can. Yeah. But you can also find some good ones around 15 to 20, and, yep. uh, and you're doing okay on that. So yep. that's, all right, see? Good. You know stuff. No, nah, I'm just, you know, thanks for the prompts. Um, you bet. Um, do you ever go out hiking in cinema? Um, or did you when you were younger? I, I have. I do. I will on occasion. I just saw this in the newspaper. Okay. The finest Kenwood Press. The black bear population at Sugarloaf is coming back. Interesting. So maybe one of your wines will be about the black bears coming up to Sugarloaf, which is at Kenwood. You know, and um, yeah, is that and that's that's desired, right? That's the habit. Yeah, I think we want bears to a certain degree. Was um was I mean you don't want bears? Was it a fire related issue before? Oh, I don't know. In terms of them, um, no, I think we just changed we just changed some of the zoning rules so they could afford to move back in. Yeah, that's great. And and ideally, (laughs) they're um they're docile creatures that will sit down and have a drink with you at your campsite. Everyone knows this. (laughs) I've seen lots of documentaries about that way. <laughs> Actually, what they'll do is they'll open the cooler for you, and the advantage is the cooler can be in the back of your car. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Locked. Locked. Well, no, what you do is you do the yeah. Yeti challenge with them. Oh, yeah. If, I, if, if it's a nice bear. My money's on the bear. If, if it's a nice bear, you say, come on over. And do you have one of those Yeti I'll coolers? I'll buy you a couple do drinks. You have a Yeti cooler? I got a few of them. Okay, so this is funny how, like, the Yeti cooler, the Yeti tumbler, I should... And you got the Orcas, you got Arctic, all, you got all, all this, that. like, like these high-end coolers. Mm-hmm. Right. Pelican. And then they say, like, they, they will last forever while you're camping, the ice won't melt. But it's really as long as you don't open the cooler. <laughs> So it's sort of like it's this is true. it's like it's like saying this car is incredibly fuel efficient as long as you don't drive it. As long as you <laughs> like you're right. There's um there's something to be said about that. Yeah, we've, we've tested these things. I, a I few know they're times. always people are always like, oh, ice will stay cold in here for 48 hours or like 72 hours. Well, back in the day when these things became all the rage, yeah. um, yeah. now it seems like every uh, high end luxury SUV yeah um, has a Louis Vuitton keychain and a. Uh, <laughs> A, a Yeti, Yeti cargo <laughs> bag. bag in the back with a with its little uh, cool, right. cooler right next That's to it. That's right. That way when you go to watch your kids at soccer. Yeah. I love what the brand has done, honestly. That's I just good. don't know how many more things you can make for people to buy. I don't know. Um, but the, no, the Yeti, the, not the Yeti, but it was the uh, cooler challenge. Right. And they would take all the brands that were out right. at the time and it's, it's on YouTube. Are they giving it to a bear? It, no, no, no. Well, I've seen that. Yeah. Right. Trying no, to get into it. No, but they'd fill them with ice. Okay, right. And then they come back every day and they oh, right. show how much the ice has gone down in each cooler. Right. Well, they didn't open the cooler 50,000 times so for beer or The only water thing that matters for is if like you're running soda. a heart transplant, you know, across the country right. in, a, in a jet and you're like, you don't want it to, I guess, thaw out or something. Yeah. And that makes a good idea. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, you're going to go in there and grab a beer. That's right. And some you know, kids, whatever. So kids. Uh, they're, they're, um, I have an, I have an igloo too. Let's just put it that way. Good. Yes. Also, those things get lost while you're camping. So, like, it's like you can drive away from your Yeti cooler just as quickly as you can drive away from the twenty dollars cooler. So, I got my Yeti. Rate <laughs> you got to pay for those things. You got to get them insured. You got to know where they are. They got to put a tracking system on them. Um, <clears throat> I I brought up. I uh, showed something to you too. Also, yep. speaking of beer, I know you don't just drink wine. Occasionally, uh, you can have a beer. Oh, by all means. And uh, I remember you guys actually helped us pour beer at the lighting of the plaza. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the Native Sons, which you're, you're a group of, and like they were helping us pour beer and stuff like that from Sonoma Springs. Mm-hmm. Craft beer history was here in Sonoma. Okay. I have a historical plaque here. Uh, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. New Albion Brewing Company says the first American microbrewery of the post-prohibition era was founded. At this location in 1976 by Jack McAuliffe, Susie Stern, and Jane Zimmerman. This is an authentic historical marker. Is it really? 
that I ordered off the internet. That you ordered, you ordered on uh, get, getlandmarks.com. Exactly. Because New Albion Brewing Company was on 8th Street East in Denmark Street. Oh, no way. So not far from your yeah. uh, brewery. Uh, it's uh, right by... Oh, from your winery. So gee, there's... Through it's on the way to Denmark. Gunbun. Yeah, Denmark. it's on the way to Gunbun. Yeah, on the way to... No uh, kidding, right there. Right there. Huh. In, uh, currently there are... It's not a brewery anymore. Yeah. Uh, but that's where he... Uh, these three people mm-hmm. restarted... Uh, the craft brewery industry after cool. prohibition. Yep. There, I mean, there used to be a lot of breweries everywhere, right? Sonoma had a bunch. Santa Rosa had some. Petaluma, they all, everyone had their own small brewery. Right. Then prohibition's like, let's get rid of all alcohol. Mm-hmm. How could that possibly affect anything? And then there was no crime and no problems. Right. But then they rescinded it anyway because it was such a successful experiment. That's right. Uh, and what happened was all the small breweries were gone, mm-hmm. like a lot of the small wineries were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy started up a, a craft brewery there, New Albion, um, and that begat like. Um, the one in San Francisco, like Anchor Steam with Fritz Maytag, all these different ones. So yeah, this is, I'm just letting you know, this is a piece of history. People don't know that Sonoma was integral to this. And evidently that might appear on 8th Street in Denmark if I could borrow your truck (laughs) (laughs) and a drill. Covert operation. Um, Yeah, that that is, uh, that is very, there's so much, so much history. There's a lot, um, there's a lot here. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, you know, all the stories about stuff here, but there was, someone says there's like underground caverns underneath the BNV and a secret tunnel or something like that. Uh, I spent a lot of time there back in the yeah? mid nineties. What do you know about that? Operating that place. There, there's quite a cavern under there for sure. And I guess the Creek used to go underneath there or something <clears> like It still that. does. It does. Mm-hmm. The Creek just goes right underneath. It goes right under the there. floated floor. Of the um, of of the bottom so of you the creamery building, yeah. Spent some time there. Where else did you work? Um, in I town. Did, yeah. Oh man, I worked at Angelo's. You did? Yeah. Doing what? Making sandos and <laughs> eating jerky. He makes great jerky down there. Yeah. Absolutely. So there's uh, on the way to. He's still the he's still wedding. doing so gangbusters over on Adobe too. Yeah, out in Petaluma. We they get um, great he'll stuff. he'll do. Um, I feel like we're, it's an advertisement okay. for fine. everyone else Brought except for us. Brought to you by Angelo's Brought, Deli. Yeah. No, he's he's phenomenal. Um, and and uh, if you if you're if he likes you uh-huh. and you go over there and get stuff, whether you're getting sausage or whether you're getting a roast or mm-hmm. something or jerky, um, he'll take you in the back and. Give you a little shot of grappa. Oh, real? Yeah. Guy doesn't like me. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. All I, I thought it was a bonus when I got like a little mint taped to my sandwich. I thought this is classic. Well, but that that's here yeah, on Arnold. Sonoma. The one on Adobe. Really? Ho- home base. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. He's got to stop by there. But they do they do pigs there. Really? And he he'll do he'll roast pigs. What he does is he opens them up. It's a full pig. Okay. Suckling pig almost like, mm-hmm. and then he stuffs them with pork roasts. And all of his um, for real his seasoning and everything is just phenomenal. Just fills it with all of that olive oil. Everything ties it up, and then he'll he'll roast them off. And you can I did not know you this. can order them and for a party. Can you imagine if I come home with like an entire pig? And he gives it to you in a cooler. Hopefully, it's a Yeti because it'll stay cold for, uh, or hot for like five days. I, don't, I know I know where he's from. <laughs> We're from the same part of Italy. It's not going to be. They're not known for buying Yetis. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. That's, not happen. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, Paul, tell me before we get into the segment where you're going to help me answer some questions. Okay. Um, if people want to find out more about your wineries mm-hmm. slash tasting rooms, mm-hmm. are you on the internet? Do you have a website? <laughs> we do. What is your website? We just got it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally got it. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it took a little while, but you know we're slow adopters. Um, <laughs> like I said, conventional. <laughs> uh, so um, highway12winery.com. 
highway12winery.com. I also like what's funny is that um, somewhere on the top of your thing, it says a friendly winery, a friendly I don't know if you put oh, that on there. Friendly owned. Friendly owned. It's yes. a family yeah, yeah, friendly yeah, yeah, owned. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was clever. Yeah. Because um, you, yeah, you've, you've, it's not just you, you have other partners. I've got uh, my fellow co founder, business operating partner, Michael Sebastiani, okay. and myself, and we kind of operate the business. And You're also a bike friendly business. I noticed when I visit you, you always have your mountain bikes there and you have all sorts of stuff in the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, there was a contingent of, uh, of folks that were yeah. doing triathletes a few years back. That's crazy. And now they're. Now they're dust collectors. And now their knees are old and the, well, the those bikes bike, are Those bikes now are relics, <laughs> even though they look like rocket ships, yeah. you know, from 20 years ago. That wasn't you. Were you doing triathlon? Hell no. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you were. Maybe yeah. that's a whole other secret yeah. side of you I didn't yeah. know about. Ran, ran a few things, but uh, no. But not a, not a triathlon. I, used, I was running half marathons for a while. You were? Yeah. And I learned one thing. What? That I'll never run a full. <laughs> <laughs> They've got the Napa to Sonoma half marathon yeah. coming up here. It's in July. Done that. Got a good story about that, but uh, that'll have to be I'll offline. Be offline there. <laughs> but they always like, like, do you want to run it? I'm like, I most certainly do not want to run that. Yeah, can I walk it? I I will cheer for yeah. you. Yeah. But I got a I got a uh, medal. Yeah. Because we're for sponsoring it. No, just like I said, I said they said, um, you know, can you promote us on social media? I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, the only way I can do that is like if I had a medal mm. to show off. Like you can earn one of these. Right. And they're like, well, you kind of have to run the race. Uh-huh. Well, then, I don't think I can promote it. Like, okay, here's your here's your medal. You're running a hard bargain, man. I did. They yeah. actually had a whole box of them. They gave me them. But is it going to finish again in the square? It finishes right on the square. Yeah, it starts right, in Napa, right, finishes in the, the Sonoma Plaza. Yep. Mm-hmm. They also have the Rose 5K, <clears throat> where Rose they, 5K. which is a little more my style. You can mm-hmm. you can do a 5K, which is uh, 3.1 miles, I think, and you can amble upon that and drink some rosé and some sparkling wine. Back in the day, and it's not going on anymore, but um, for years, probably about 30 years, there was at least 30 years, maybe not, uh, late 70s, early 80s, uh, was Hit the Road Jack. Well, did that become part of the Vintage Festival for a hot minute? Yes, I what, believe what so. Uh, there was a transfer of you know operating and okay. and uh, actually Michael and I took it over for about five years. You ran the race. We oh, you ran like we you organized it, organized it. Meaning ran as an operated. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're, really? We're, what was it? What was it? Yeah, it was called Hit the Road Jack. Okay, well, what what is it? Why is it called Hit the Road Jack? Um, Hit the Road Jack was a lot of people think it was because of uh, Sonoma Jack, the cheese. The cheese, even even though um, the Viviani's were involved with it mm-hmm. because it finished right there, mm-hmm. um, there was like three guys back in the day that started this, and it was I think the it was um, to raise money for hospice because uh, one of their friends was um, terminally ill with okay. cancer, and his okay. name was Jack. God, uh, okay, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Sonoma Jack is a type of cheese that was invented here, or created here. I don't know if you can invent a cheese, but anyway. Supposedly, yeah, that's what. Yeah, namesake of the valley, right? Or See? at least of downtown S- Sonoma. Sonoma Jack Cheese. Sonoma Jack Cheese. Still get it? Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Okay, good. Well, let's let's uh, read the toast to us not racing any any yeah. <laughs> marathons ever. <laughs> the only thing I'm running to is a beer after this. Lord knows I'm going to need it. You're talking like, exactly. to you. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's, speaking of speaking of hard 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 times and hard questions, you're going to help us out. Okay. You you know that we run two visitor centers. I do know one that. One at the Plaza, one at Vianza. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have online. We'll answer questions. People text us, 707-996-1090. We'll answer it. We'll answer your texts. Cool. Um, uh, Facebook. We got all sorts of questions. You're going to be one of my visitor services reps and help me answer these because this section is what we call We, we get, 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 get Questions. questions. Okay. Great. Ready? This is what you meant when you texted me earlier. Right. Okay, good. Thanks for being such 
one part of the I was in my truck out front brushing, <laughs> brushing up on what could this possibly be. But here we go. Is this right here? Yeah. You okay. haven't seen you. I just gave you the. You can pull, I, pick them up. I didn't even look at it. You ready? All right. Yeah. First one. Fire away. We would like to go on a scenic drive in Sonoma. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend? Hmm. So many of them. Yeah. Um, I like going up Cavedale. Okay. So for the risk averse folks, or not risk averse, yeah, for the risk averse, maybe right. they don't like the windy roads and such. Don't go up there if you I don't just think, like windy. Roads. Yeah, I mean you can sneak up um, Moon Mountain too. Okay, but you, the, the vista from it's there amazing. is is spectacular. So you go up a road. What road do you take up? Cave Dale. Okay, and uh, what road are you on before that? Highway uh, Twelve. Oh yeah. How about that? <laughs> How about that for that was like a beautiful softball there, slow and baby bouncy kickball. You you even alluded to it like, oh, it's a great drive. Yeah, 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 self-serving. Um, well, there's really, I mean, pretty much every scenic drive around here is going to be. Well, it's kind of funny. Or off of Highway 12. Yeah, they're like, yeah. they're like, so so Cavedale Road is a road that goes off Highway 12, just between before Kenwood, before, after yeah. Kenwood, yeah, before, before. Kenwood. Mm-hmm. Um, there one, there is supposedly a cave up there. Is there? Someone said there's a small cave okay. that cyclists can see. It's like sort of like a little crumble on the side of the hill or uh-huh. something like that. But Cavedale is a road that is fairly windy, mm-hmm. goes up over the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if, if you if you have a large car, do not go up there. Right. Like, a, like a RV. Don't well, do and Trinity is a little, you know. Trinity? Trinity is same thing. Gorgeous. I mean, when you come over from, if you're ever over in Napa, you come over the Oakville grade and then you get up right. on the... The, the ridge line there, and you start driving down. It's beautiful. And you start looking at everything. You're like, I live here? Yeah, my country tis of thee. Whoa. Yeah, amazing. it's beautiful. Amazing. Um, it is not for the faint of heart, and if you want an easier route to go to Napa, just go down and around the mm-hmm. hill, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to go that way. Yeah. But. To our, our um, uh, Cave Dale, Trinity, mm-hmm. Moon Mountain. Moon Mountain, you kind of, your your views get a little blocked, but right. Monterosa's up there. Yeah, and beautiful Reprise up there. Yeah, good I mean, vineyard up there. Spectacular. Okay. Um, another one, mm-hmm. which I think is super great, and I don't know how far you can get before your own private property, but it's Garricky. <laughs> 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 if you see a farmer shooting in the air, turn around. That's right. Yes, a Garricky Road. That is a good one. Yeah. That's pretty. What's the view like over there, though? Is that different? Well, it depends on how high you get. But if you go to Shamazal, the vineyard there, mm-hmm. at, the, at the turn right before the cattle crossing, um, or right at the cattle crossing, you can hike up there. I think they're, they're I think there's some open space. There's some, some open space, so they're open to people hiking up there. And you right. get up there, and you just look right down the chute at, at the city. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. so the valley uh, kind of... Uh, gets narrow and then opens up at the base of it, and, and San Francisco's out there. Yeah. And when the fog comes in, sunny here, mm-hmm. it looks like a crochet hook has pulled fog through the Golden Gate Bridge, like whoosh, through the bay. It really is kind of stunning on, on a summer. You afternoon. have me at so, crochet. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna show you a picture. I think we're sh- <laughs> of you crocheting. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like little known fact. Little known fact. In addition I mean, to you just, you formerly just, running, you hit me square in half the, marathons. Paul was a crochet. This was my expert. Father, this was my Father's Day shirt. It was a oh, birth, yeah. birthday present from okay. my wife Debbie. Okay. Upon request. Yeah. What is this here? Oh my gosh, she crocheted a shirt for you? No, where'd you get that? What is that? <laughs> it is readers. Cro- it's, it's crocheted like, Afghan. It is uh, like a crocheted shirt. Afghan vest shirt, shirt button sleeve. up. It's it's got the colors of yellow, blue, <laughs> pink, red, lighter blue. It's the old school Afghan. That is definitely an Afghan. Yeah. Like we had that on our couch. Yeah. When I did. would watch the Dukes of Hazard. Reminds me of when you, you stick your toes through the uh, the, the, the <laughs> totally. right and then watching the prices <laughs> right with my grandparents. <laughs> 
That's when the cats would attack your feet because like, the toe would stick out. And that's right. Like get it. Yeah, that's why you knew where it was. Socks. Did she make that? No, she ordered. Did she make that? No, it was it, on uh, Etsy. Etsy. Wow, yeah. so it looks and like, it was made in Turkey. It looks like it's um like for a turkey. tailored for you. Know, <laughs> tailored for a turkey. I love. It. Well, happy uh, belated Father's Day on. The Likewise road. to you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And good. congrats on your uh, your son. Right. Uh, oh yeah, that he's was going, great going off to college. Great yeah, Father's he Day gift. Graduated uh, high school. Yeah. One one down, one more to go. That's what happens. You've got three kids. I got two boys. Two boys. Yeah. So I got a daughter. Yeah. She's going to be a junior. Cool. So, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of weird when your kids are growing up and moving out of the house, though. So, Not it'll, so. Be, it'll be weird. We'll have yeah. one going in as a junior in college and then uh, one going as a senior in high school. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> Arrivederci. So what do they say? They, they soil the nest when they're on their way out. Yeah. Uh, another question for you. Yep. Okay. Is there live music in the Cinema Plaza this summer on Sunday afternoons at 2.30 p.m. in the Grinstead Amphitheater? People ask all sorts of weird questions. Yeah. I mean, that that's a, a, a very specific question. It's a very question. specific question. With the, 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 the time and the location it's, and and the, the the amphitheater, you know, The fact they know the name Grinstead, Grinstead Amphitheater. Right, right. This is um, probably a pretty well-informed visitor. That is uh, 100% yes. That's true. Is that right? That is true. Okay, Absolutely okay. true. 50, yeah. 50 there. <laughs> There is live music starting off this summer. A, a company called Music in Place, or a nonprofit, they're bringing in really amazing uh, performers from around the Bay Area and Northern California. Great, uh, like Latin jazz and you know, I mean, all sorts of stuff, funk, uh, mm-hmm. rock, whatever. Two thirty p.m. free concerts, the Grinstead Amphitheater. That's right there on First Street East, in the middle of the Cinema Plaza. You'll hear it. There going to be any vendors or anything that you know? Of? Um, well, I hear there's a great tasting room half a block away. Yeah, there's a few. Of them. There's a few. Of them. <laughs> well, actually, and that's actually a good point. We. In our plaza, you can drink wine mm-hmm. or any alcohol, really. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, there's no open container law. You just got to behave yourself. So people can buy a bottle of wine and mm-hmm. get some glasses and uh, come enjoy it, you know, and, and get some food and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know if there'll be vendors per se at the amphitheater, but as you know, there's plenty of things around. Oh, tons of them. There's, go to the B&B and go, go, go get a grab some, some goodies to go somewhere right. and come on over and mm-hmm. hang out. Don't or get lost in the underground river. Be there tomorrow. Yeah. On the plaza. You'll be there tomorrow? For my niece's three-year-old three, oh. <laughs> three year old birthday. <laughs> you holding the pinata? <laughs> yeah, probably. Remember, hold the pinata away, the tables away, and away chairs. from the crotch zone. <laughs> yeah, I learned that one. That's right. It's like way yeah. over there. I'll get my boom. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a mistake here. Yeah. Unless you only learn once. Yeah. Yeah. Or hopefully once. Nothing like nothing like a nice uh, event or family party, private party on the plaza. The plaza. It really is. Tons of people show up. Yeah. It's great for birthday parties. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's almost like each quadrant is its own separate room mm-hmm. in the middle there is the kids playground there's two kids playgrounds so and the kids just really enjoy that and the parents can just chill yep uh you bring bring some cornhole or something like that you're just chilling and uh yeah and if you don't like the food there don't tell the people who brought the food that's right but you can sneak away and get food elsewhere yeah, you can, a piece of pizza yeah you can go go across the street and go grab uh you know a, 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 right. a, a steak at the fig or uh you know and bring <laughs> it back over steak yeah yeah I've got a hunkering for a steak at that's this right. picnic. That's right. The person's like, did you like my uh, my lime green salad? And yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, I just ate a steak. Yeah. That's I'm right. full of, um, I have my quinoa quota last <laughs> night. <laughs> I think quota. I'm going to uh, head over to the Swiss. Paul, you can never some. have enough quinoa. That's true. That's you true. Never have it. Yeah. And the Swiss is great for a cocktail. I should ask you got that. that right. That's good. Okay, ready? Yeah. This one um, was on the Facebook this was on Facebook. This question right here. Okay. Can I find a smaller winery that is a local winemaker and which allows walk-in tasting? Yeah. Like who? Um, let's see. 
without hogging the airwaves here, um, let's see if we can uh, dedicate. Oh, you're not going to say Highway 12? Oh, we're you walk, can. We're walking friendly. Okay, you are. Yeah, we take reservations. Yeah. But you guys are even dog walking friendly. We're dog walking friendly. We're we're everything uh, friendly. Um, but geez, so, Paul, stop talking about yourself. Give me somebody else. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> we uh, who. It could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be. I know. I know. I'm just. And now you have a problem because I basically asked you who's your favorite kid. And mm, now you have to. You uh, can't say I love them all equally. Yeah. Even though I know it's the second one. So you have to tell me the truth. From a walk in standpoint, I mean, we know everybody, um, you know, around for Mm -hmm. the most part. Um, but I mean, LaPrenda, they're, they're, That's a great one. they're walking friendly. Right by the red grape. Wine. Right by the red grape, red grape uh, you know, great spot and yeah. wines are, you know, we do a lot with and, Ned and, and on the growing side. Grape growers, or yeah. still are, mm-hmm. who decided to make their own wine. I just talked to them this morning. You did. Yeah. You're like, well, how are my grapes doing? Well, I'm like, yeah, how are the grapes doing? <laughs> I said I'm going. I'm going on air with uh, Tim's honor. I need. How, well, I need a report from the vineyard. I, well, I, okay, I'm going to segue to that. Yeah. So someone walked up and asked me, "Hey, how are the grapes doing? Uh-huh. What would I tell them?" Um, it's cold. It has been a cooler than yeah. normal. So, and cold actually. I, I clarify this. It, you and I are wearing short sleeves. Relatively. So cold. it's not cold in yeah. the sense. It's just not hot. We haven't had a 90-degree day yet. We have not. It's not tomatoes weather yet. No. Um, although I'm, I'm tinkering with my tomatoes. <laughs> doing different things. Like I am. Propane. Well, I got time before they just <laughs> go. There. Yeah, they yeah. go crazy. Um, so well, gra- does- grapes are, um, uh, what, what was, uh, we came to a politically correct statement because okay, right, everyone right. you know growers are you know they're they're sandbaggers oh i love growers because they're always like they're always like in this business yield, is yields are down but uh quality's up yeah or, or you're gonna get a lot of that this year <laughs> um but or, you can also add late 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 and light late and light late and lightish so so we could also say Average-ish. that they will hang and have more complex flavors because they're not hurrying and ripening too fast Correct. Um, this, so far, but I mean, they need to ripen. But eventually, they need to ripen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it, and they will heat up. We always worry, but every year it does warm up. Foliage uh, is is has taken off. So, do, so you, do you guys go out there and and when you say foliage, I mean the leaves. Mm-hmm. Do you guys go out there and take leaves away so that the grapes get some sun later? You do yeah. Okay. From when when you know, I think uh, probably around next couple weeks, mm-hmm. we'll start. Cutting back canopies. Call it canopy management, they call mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this, this is a lot of people actually ask this question, like what happens in the vineyards? There's always something happening in the vineyards, whether you see it or not. Mm-hmm. Even when they're dormant, they're out there pruning or mm-hmm. putting down uh, ground cover. Cover crop. Uh, right. So so something going on. But right now, we're they're finishing up suckering, I think, where they're taking off the little shoots off the bottom. And they're like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Put all your energy in the grapes. And now you guys are like, okay, we don't want too much shade on the grapes, but just enough. Mm-hmm. There's this weird dance you guys all do. Mm-hmm. So the well, answer is- I mean, I, I will not claim grower status. Sorry. sorry. There's, yes. a, there's a weird dance but that we people- But we hear, that the, I hear well, that's what they do. The people who actually drive trucks here that are dirty- Yeah. That's versus, right. That's right. There's the winemakers. I got to drive through a couple of puddles <laughs> on my way to work. <laughs> they drive the trucks that are yeah. clean. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah. So so the 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 grapes are doing okay, but we could use a little bit of heat, is what you're saying. I think a little balance, right? Okay. Thing. It's kind of yeah. like okay, all right. It's right. been a nice, cool spring, and now we're into summer. And, Saving on the air conditioning. But then if you hammer them, then right. they shut down. We want a nice subtle. Yeah. Okay, good. It's gonna happen. So it's supposed to get happen. hot next week. It is. Here. It is. Yeah. It's gonna so it, it ebbs and flows. Okay. Um, so that's a good answer, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a question we got. Um, we have a big parade on July 4th. 
for Independence Day. That's right. Here in Sonoma. It's, it's a, quite a to-do. Mm-hmm. But the question is, where can they see it? Where can they see the parade? Where can they watch it from? Well, I mean, you, you, do you want a, like a uh, vantage point? Uh, well, where, where do you think? I mean, this is the question <clears throat> we got. Where, where can we see the parade on July 4th? I was going to say. Depends on who you know. <laughs> anywhere around the plaza. Yeah, anywhere around the plaza. Um, it, I remember back in the day. Oh, my gosh. It was. Um, we used to get up early. Oh, yeah? Or actually get up. I'd, I'd go tie up some some chairs and okay, around right. poles at midnight the night before. It was like a ritual. Um, now I barely get there in time to right. watch it. You come but, running out with your cup of coffee. Like, yeah. uh, I go park at, park at Montini and walk down the yeah, bike path. That's and, the way. See, smart. Yeah. So the parade goes around the plaza. This year, uh, similar to last year, they, they instituted it where it actually starts north of the plaza on 1st Street West. It comes all the way down 1st Street West. It takes a left on... Doesn't it go 1st Street East? 1st? Sorry, First Street East. Yep. So First Street East. Then it takes a right on um, Napa. Mm-hmm. Then it continues on uh, Broadway slash Highway 12 because it's the same road. Yeah, I don't names. know. I don't even know the, the configuration it, I anymore. Think it's, I think it's going to come down uh, past the Mission, go across front of City Hall, go up First Street West, take a right on Spain, uh-huh. and then and go out. So it's going to be like a right. like that. Um, so everyone around the plaza can see it. Yeah, I remember it was down First Street West East. Um, down to West Napa mm-hmm. or uh, East Napa, mm-hmm. across the West Napa. The review stand was right at Broadway, right at right, right in front of the, City Hall, at the palm tree, right. And then the it historic would, palm tree, the historic palm tree. Is it still lit up? It's <laughs> source of yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the palm tree. No, the palm tree thing has stopped being lit up, but it'll be relit up soon. Okay. But uh, the lighting of the plaza, of yep. which you've been a major sponsor, thank you. Uh, it'll. Relight up in November. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Um, not, I don't mean to like, <laughs> I love that you're like, poke and prod. Because people subject. are like, you should keep it lit all year. And we're like, but then what do we do for the holidays? That's right. What do you yeah. do? Yeah, there was there was you kind of like, leave. oh, look, it's still lit. That's I cool. Know. Is it cool? I know. Is it? Yeah. I I, I think it's like uh, it's opening day of baseball. It's light of the palm tree. Yeah. No, no I think Paul, you, I think, you gotta have your seasonality. I think you, I think you need to have people wanting or coming back for more. Absence right? makes the heart grow fonder. That's right. That's right. Um, so um, speaking of, we don't want them to, to miss the parade. So you're saying you used to go around, boom, boom. Yeah, boom, and then and then, then it would uh, finish uh, right in front of. Uh, um, uh, What's the like the sandwich? Mary, Mary's and oh, down there, yeah, yeah. It would but just, it would, you would just kind of turn in that way, and, right. and then it'd be done. So what's cool about this time for anyone to know? It's it, anywhere around the plaza mm-hmm. they can see the Fourth of July parade, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's fireworks in the evening, mm-hmm. um, and they're in a field north of the plaza, um, and you can pretty much see them, pretty much see them from anywhere around the plaza. People tend to go north of the plaza to kind of see it in the open space. Mm-hmm. I think they launch them up from. The Vallejo House, right? They're, yeah, it's right in the open fields, there, right, right, right along the so bike you, path. So you can't go there because they're launching them off, but you can you, be near there. You can get pretty darn close. Like baseball diamonds and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, you can get pretty darn close. And I think right. the fire department, um, they have like a barbecue component. or they no, used to have a huge festival. Element down there's, there. There's a big festival like after the parade, before the fireworks. Yeah, it's... it's Come on down. It's it's one of the best days in Sonoma. It really is. Yeah. And so it's... And you'll be there... But uh, you won't, won't be there at midnight putting your chairs out. I gotta say we slept, <laughs> overslept last year and didn't feel like dealing with the traffic, so we didn't go. You hopped on uh, a YouTube, we, like, oh, look, look what happened in the got, parade. Got down there later. I think I think I got into it a little deep yeah. on the uh, July 3rd at night with some friends. Yeah, you were ready. And you were wearing like, a crocheted vest, <laughs> grilling in the oh, backyard. I should have my red, white, and blue one. You should have that. Mm. 
You got time. I got, you got time. time. I got time. Yeah, we'll be on First Street East. Okay, just just a, just up um, just past the four locations past the Casa Grande parking lot driveway. Okay. Yes. Oh, you got your spot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily, since no one listens to this, they won't know where you are. Yeah. So don't steal it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, no, one, no one steal Paul's spot. Long time, long time Sonoma buddy. <laughs> he's got he's got you rules. Grew up here. Um, let me ask you this again. Uh, if people, I just want to say thank you for being on the podcast. Okay. You're great. Yeah. This, see, you didn't even know you're gonna be on the podcast until like this morning. <laughs> this morning. So thank you. <laughs> I'm like, gonna, Tim called two o'clock. It's on my way home. Just be there. Sounds be there. great. Let's do that. Um, if if people have questions about your winery again, mm-hmm. where should they go to get this information? What's the website? Highway12winery.com. Do you have a wine club people can join? We do. We have a few of them. That's amazing. Yeah, different price points, different okay. frequency, you know, different uh, timing. And and this is wine that's good for the backyard. It's good for the front yard. It's good for the kitchen, mm-hmm. right? This, you make wines for all occasions. We have everything going on. Every, you've got it there. Um, and sometimes when you go to the tasting room, there's Paul Justo. Sometimes. 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 I try to stay out of everyone's hair. <laughs> <laughs> and when you are there, the rest of the staff's like, Paul, don't you have things to do back well, in the production giving facility? everything away, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. But but one quick point about um, yeah. the barn and the team, and yeah. we just have... A great, awesome. They're great. They're team. very friendly. Yeah, um, we're, we're we very, sent a lot we're, of people there. We're, we're like, very low key. Go check in. Yeah. you know it's a good introductory winery too. Yeah, because some people are worried about. Oh, I don't know a lot about wine. I don't know what a varietal is. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like they're so unassuming and friendly. They have a little outdoor area you can you can taste at to a little patio. So I I think it's great. Yeah, it's it is a pretty fancy barn though. Like the hometown winery. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Highway 12, your hometown winery. Yeah. Were you just trying out different sayings in the car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> let, me, let me see if I can sneak this one through. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that was always something that we we uh, we thought we could be or were, and, and it's kind of like an old school Right, approach. you are. No, you are. You know, back in the day with the you know the bunches and Buena Vista and right. Sebastiani, and everyone's just so close to... right. Sonoma and the town, and it was just right. Ravenswood was up the street. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. fun stuff. That's actually where Ravenswood is near where the the craft brewery was. Um, out there on Eighth Street, wasn't it? <clears throat> they they well the the tasting room was oh. up on Garricky. Okay, so but they're part they, of our tour earlier, right? With, with our walk, um, but yeah, their their winery was out on on Eighth Street. I think or, it was out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, now we're going to Highway Twelve Winery dot com. That's us. The family, no, the friendly, friendly owned, owned, friendly owned local Sonoma winery. Sure. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All of the above. Yeah. So if people have questions, go there. And if you have questions about Sonoma Valley and you want special deals, offers, you want to sign up for our uh, email list, go to cinemavalley.com. Mom and dad, thanks for listening. Dad, happy birthday. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks a lot, Paul. All right. Thanks, too.